When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Instance listeners, big thanks to Prime Video Channels for supporting the Instance. Only pay for the channels you want. Start your free trials of over 100 channels by visiting tryprimechannels.com slash wow. I'm Ghostcrawler. I am totally off the leash, and you are listening to the Instance. <laughs> The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the instance episode 536 for September 21st, 2018. Scott Johnson here with my pals. Let's start with Garrett Weinzerpel. Hello, Hello. Scott. <laughs> Actually, you know, it's hilarious because I was making dinner last night and Katie was asking me, oh, you got the instance tomorrow? I'm like, yeah, I think so. And mm-hmm. she's like, Scott still call you a wine circle? And I'm like, no, he hasn't done that in a while. And yep. there you go. There it is. Sorry, Katie. I had to bring it back. Uh, it's good to have you here, of course. <laughs> uh, fresh haircut and all. It's always nice to see someone who can grow their hair like a madman. Uh, also with us all the way from beautiful uh, up uh, countryside Helsinki. <laughs> It's uh, Patrick Beja, whose birthday it is. Patrick, what's going on? Hey, so I'm uh, 45 today, yeah. which is probably older than most of our audience <laughs> listeners, um, but not as old as you, Scott. No, but, not, you're uh, still not where I'm at, so don't worry. You're good. Yeah, it's it's a weird, it's weird, 45, because you're, you know, kind of over the hump of the 40s to the 50s. So I'm closer to 50 than I am to 40 now. Mm-hmm. And holy poop, I do not feel like I'm getting close to 50. It's like 50s, the people who are 50 are old. They're like <laughs> literally old people, grandparents. I'm barely a parent. Hell, I'm I'm barely an adult. Well, so most grandparents, most grandparents are in their like 60s, 70s. But I take your point. Uh, look, here's something I've learned. When I turned 30... Actually, when I turned 20, I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm old. Then I turned 30 and went, oh, how can this be? I'm so old, 30. How could you be so 30? And then 40 came and I went, ah, and now I'm starting to realize <laughs> I'm the problem. It's not that age, time just kind of flows. It just kind of goes. It's not, you know, I'm just as immature as I was when I was 14. Watch this. Wiener. See, I can say wiener still and I'm. I'm in my late 40s, but I still say wiener out loud. Yeah, I'm not sure wiener is a good you know, example <laughs> of that, but I get your point. I see what you mean. I mean, as someone in their 30s, it kinda, it, like, it's, it's, a daily, it's a daily struggle. Every day I wake up, I'm like, I feel young. And then someone younger than me talks about how they've never had life without Facebook. And I think of you know, yeah. starting driving without a cell phone, and I realize I'm old. Yeah, it's uh, there's definitely a cutoff there at some point, and there's a there's a generation coming up who, uh, their their life in the digital space has been so ubiquitous, they're not going to be able to relate to us at all, and yeah, we're going to look like to this show. I mean, yeah. Imagine a life 
only know without the engines. I don't want to. I can't. It's it would be too terrible. It is a terrible thought, isn't it? Uh, I don't no, know. I think, so, sorry, sorry. J- just to finish up on this, it is my birthday after all, so I do get to you know. Oh yeah, take the take the take the podium, dude. It's yours. Happy birthday. What? What's up? The, the thing with me is, I never thought um, that. 30s or 40s would be too bad but 50s it always was something like wow okay that's that's definitely um too much too much yeah uh, so yeah that's here's why. here's the like, best part of it everyone has to get there unless they die early which really sucks so that is that is true so if you ever um, run into somebody who's dying like early is probably not ideal do you run into somebody who's 22 23 going hey old man and you're just all you gotta remember and think of is well, you're either going to be here just like me or you're going to die early. Which way do you want it there, jackass? See, that's how you have to think that's, about it. That's a great, a great way of looking uh, Thank you. I, I, feel, I feel better now. <laughs> I want to die with a sword in my hand and an honorable death. Oh, that's cool. That's all right. That seems seems unlikely, but I hope you get your wish. I not in Florida. You... It's not. It happens every day. Oh, all right. Well, I, I kind of forget where you're from sometimes. Uh, speaking of wieners, it's a big wiener. It's like a big, it looks like a wiener from space is all I'm saying. Hey, uh, check it out. You guys, we're talking about uh, world of Warcraft today and there's a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss, a lot to break down. However, uh, just wanted to throw it out there. I think I've come to understand why I am so tied into this expansion more and more hardcore than I have been in quite a while. I think I figured it out. Uh, I think it's two factors. One is I'm just more in sync with it than I have been in a long time. That's a big part of it, and I don't think can be denied. But the second thing that's going on... You mean the artistically, like the, the theme, the milieu? The, yeah, of some the of that. Question? Some of that. Some of it is also just me going, here's a mechanic in the game that's been there since, you know, Lich King, uh, that I just didn't give it the time of day or didn't care about or ignored or whatever. And now I'm like, no, I'm going to focus on that and do that thing. And then discovering that, oh, I might have liked this if I gave it a chance. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like little bits of the game that I used to sort of be annoyed with. And there's some I'm still annoyed with, Rep Grind and other things. But, you know, there's there's aspects of it like making sure I'm running a couple of dungeons a day. Uh, making sure that i'm doing well you know dailies turned into world quests but making sure my world quests are are where they need to be and i used to hate dailies I used to abhor them and now i now i see them for what they are and i focus in on all right well i'm just going to do the zandalari ones because uh i want to get that chest because i might get an upgrade but piece of gear in there or whatever. sorry just just a second to clarify something you weren't doing your dungeons or dailies before not really like i would get to the part of the game where uh, I would do dungeons like in, when the dungeons would hit, I would do all the normals and then I'd see them in heroic and I might poke my head in somebody's, you know, group that was doing a, um, a mythic or something. Uh, but then I would be like, well, I've seen that content. I was more of a kind of seen that content. Don't need to see it again. Kind of guy. And what I've turned into is I'm okay with the rinse and repeat more than I used to be. Um, I, the go- I'm having better goals in my head because the goals in my head used to be, well, one little piece of gear that may or may not drop isn't worth the pain in the ass it is to go through this dungeon again. Um, now I'm like, no, it is worth the pain in the ass to do that. And I can kind of just, I don't know. I'm more tolerant to it. It's weird. I don't, I can't explain that part of it, but I'm more tolerant to that stuff than I used to be. Uh, so that's number one. But the big factor I think for me is I don't think there's a day that's gone by where I haven't been able to log into one of my characters and get 
something better before I got in. In other words, even when I didn't expect it, uh, a, a chess cash or whatever they're called, what are they called? The Azrite cash or whatever they're called will pop. And suddenly I've got better shoulders than when I went in and I thought, no way I'm getting an upgrade today. And I'll walk away with a gear upgrade or I'll walk away with, um, you know, I don't know, some other, some other thing I didn't expect. I was just randomly dicking around in, in um, uh, Arathi. Uh, we didn't don't currently control the 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 freaking uh, warfront, so I thought, well, let's just go in there. And I didn't realize there were all those quests to do twenty of everything quests. So I'm just bumping around doing those. Great, no problem. And I see a world boss. It's that big uh, Azerite car. <laughs> it's not a car, whatever it is. Like, what's it called? The Azerite car. Yeah, of course. I got it uh, with Uber last uh, Sunday. <laughs> What's it called? It's called something. It has a name. It has yeah, a... they keep. Uh, I love it. They keep. Uh, they offer you mints, and there's a, always a water bottle in the back seat. Oh, the uh, the lions, the lions roar. Maybe it's an alliance uh, Azerite fueled monster truck. Basically, anyway, they need to come up with a better name for these things. Oh, lions, the <laughs> lions fang. Sorry, chat room clearing it up. Lions fang. That is correct. And it's just out there bumping around. And I thought, oh, there's some people. Here's a world boss type boss. I'm gonna fight it. I'll just be here. I happen to be here. Let's see what's up. I walked away with the best chest upgrade ever. Just lucky, you know. But every day I come away with something to up my eye level or up my reputation gain in a more significant way than I thought or something than I did the day before. And I don't feel like I ever got that in the in previous expansions as much. It was usually maybe every few days something good would happen for me. But it feels like every day I go do a little bit of work and I walk away with something better. And uh, the roles are a little better. I'm war forging more often. Like that stuff's working for me in a way that is definitely made me way more wow focused than I've been in a very long time. I mean, so, what you're describing is essentially uh, Diablo Diablofication. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> there kind of is. Yeah, I feel like that's and a it, huge part of it. Absolutely. Yeah, and for for anyone screaming at home, I mean, we're, we're, it, yeah, it did kind of start in Legion. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, if you weren't doing a lot of world quests or dungeons in Legion, especially in the early days, uh, you didn't really have this experience. Right. And so um, because of that, I mean, it's just so much more of a draw. And I assume there are others who can commiserate. Maybe even you guys can. Patrick, I know that you'd been pretty swamped with travel and stuff. Have you had a chance to do more than you uh, had before or how are you doing so, right now? No, I'm, I'm a bit ashamed. Uh, I, I wanted to do the Warfront, so I finally jumped in and did the initial, you know, looking around quest. And then I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, the table, I click on it. I'm going to I'm gonna be doing Warfront stuff. And it was like, you're not level, your eye level isn't, you know, uh, whatever, 320, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not even there? What do you, <laughs> what do you mean? And yeah, so it's a bit... I feel extremely ashamed. Um, <laughs> I I haven't been, but what you're talking about, I definitely got in Legion. Yeah, in Legion, I was all in, and I think it's it it existed then. It's new. It is from Legion, but uh, it's at that point that it it started getting into that groove of you're you're right, Garrett, the Diabloification. So I completely understand that that is how you feel because that is how I felt. Mm -hmm. uh, on this iteration, it just didn't. Uh, grab me as much i think it's safe to say and also i've been super busy yeah uh, that combination of things can can be a bit of an, uh, of an issue but 
I don't know. I don't know what it is. Just something in there. Something in the sauce is getting me. I don't know. You can't like explain you, it. You had a like a cooler experience out in uh, out in Arathi uh, that I did um, because of I, I like I know like both of us didn't really read up on Warfronts a lot. Um, but once they were out, I finally did. I was like, okay, what do I actually have to do? Because when they first showed up, they they kind of underwhelmed me. So I went and looked up guides. And so I knew there was a world boss. So the whole reason I went out there, I skipped all the other quests because I was like, I don't care. War resources, I don't need it. Gold, I have enough of it. I went out there just for the world boss. But I love the idea of being out there and not knowing there's a world boss and just being like, oh my God, look at that monster. I have to kill it. Well, I knew, I mean, I knew it was a world boss. Uh, I hadn't really studied up on what world bosses were where and, and what they were going to get. I don't I didn't know what their loot tables were and stuff. I hadn't really looked. I usually don't because I kind of I don't know. I like the fun of I'm just going to get what I'm going to get. Now, at some point in the expansion, I flip over and go, I'm paying attention to every damn thing. I open the adventure guide and I look, all right, that's a gear upgrade or I load a mod that does it for me, whatever. Uh, I'll get there. But right now it's just kind of fun to discover. Um, so as soon as I saw it, I went, oh, world boss. And as I got closer all the care, all the players started popping in and I went, Oh, it's time. It's go. Let's go. Let's go. So I knew what I was in for. I just thought, you know, I'm just passing by. Oh, you guys need a few arrows and uh, you need a cat to bite some things. I'm here for you. And they do that. And then it drops a sweet piece of 370 something gear. It was amazing. Like I about to poop myself. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't think there were too many others who got it, obviously, because it's a rare thing. That's the point of a world boss is you might get it. You might not. But, uh, it just seems like every day I'm finding something like that. And even on days that are a little slow, like yesterday, <clears throat> I had a little time, so I popped in. And I just ran two islands to finish out the weekly uh, goal thing to get a bunch of Azerite. And did a quick Talanji uh, cache. And I thought, well, that'll just give me some rep. And I'll go talk to uh, Fuzzy Butt on the boat, <clears throat> get some stuff going there. And then I'll log out of here. And the cache ended up giving me... Uh, purple boots like I it's just something's always happening and I do and I think you guys are both right it's a Diablo style approach and I think the expansions where I got the most not bored but the least amount of motivation where when I just is when the game just felt like it was all preset and you would just go do the things and the only luck was rolls and that was it but otherwise it was just go do the things it's all made for you. You know where to go because we've told you where to go. And you know what to do because we've told you what to do. And in this expansion, uh, and Legion 2, Legion certainly felt like this I'm not as sure, well. I'm not sure how this is different, though. You still do the things, or maybe it's the world quest that give you a bit more freedom. But mm. it feels like this is also like just do the things that you're supposed to do. It is that, but it's it's this notion that I might... I might uh, progress and or benefit from doing those things that have been predetermined for me to do. Um, I might benefit from them more often and more in, in more unusual and surprising ways, if that if that makes sense. I think that's what I'm feeling. Now, it's not whole hog like we've gone completely into random loot land by any stretch, but there is still this feeling of like, well, if I go do this stuff, there's a good chance I'm going to war forge, or there's a good th chance I'm going to titan forge, or there's a good chance I'm going to get a cache that has you know lucky lucky me in it, like that stuff. You kind of get rewarded no matter what you do. You just do stuff. Yeah, is but that... but not not it's not no matter what you do, or at least if it is, it doesn't feel that way. It just feels like mm. 
feels like I'm not grinding and wasting time. And that's right. a that's a good feeling in a game. I want to feel like I'm making a difference, having a good time. There's variety. I can hop in, you know, hop into multiple kinds of things to do in the game. I ran some battlegrounds since we last talked, which is crazy. I never do that. Like I'm all in right now. I don't know what's going on. It's crazy. I think the last time I played MMO PvP with you was in Star Wars: The Old Republic. Oh my gosh! Remember that ball thing they had? You had to. That's exactly the memory that comes to my mind. Yeah. Is running around <laughs> that weird ball court. What thing. was that? Yeah, and you had to. I don't remember. <laughs> someone kind of dumb. Someone will. Uh, someone will say something in the chat. Now, Chatroom points out that right now I'm happy because RNG is smiling on me, and at some point. I'm going to be that guy in Vegas who keeps rolling perfect rolls, and at some point I'm going to stop, and it's going to be a long drought of unluckiness. It, it is worth it is worth bringing up because I I have had rotten luck. Mm. I have uh, I have killed every world boss uh, as many times as I can. I have uh, just yesterday got my first piece of world boss loot, and it was a five level item level upgrade. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it was like I have like my gloves and boots are really good. I don't need any more gloves and boots and boots dropped. Yeah. It could have been anything else and it would have been a huge upgrade. Yeah. I haven't had a lot of luck in dungeons, though. That's where I've kind of not had the best luck. Stuff stuff hasn't dropped in those places. For I, I, or- I've been getting pretty incremental stuff in dungeons. But the thing I like running dungeons, so it's fine because I just keep getting incremental upgrades yeah. here and there yeah um, it's okay to do that and uh, you know i ended up with a terrible group in uh what's the one where you got to kill masma or yasma what's her name what's the name of that anyway whatever it is it's like the outdoor it's like an outdoor uh zandalari troll uh, thing anyway and they have the purple spiders that get big and small whatever that one is oh 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 king's rest king's rest thank you uh yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, i like that final boss fight. yeah it's, it's a good fight um the whole thing's good but i ended up with a really poopy group but it was also a world quest i was determined to finish it we went through or three tanks it's all bizarre thank you yeah. we went through three tanks and had to kick a couple of the dpsers who kept pulling everything before we finally got through the whole thing so some of that frustration stuff was there and at the very end i got the i got the um the world quest done obviously but when I got done with the whole thing, she dropped what looked like a really rad upgrade to one of my trinkets. Sad thing it was, it was a trinket I already got with you guys, and it was a dupe. So I still think that there are too many dupes in the game. I don't think you should get the same drop once you've got it. I'd rather suffer through getting less drops than having the same drop again. Yeah, more duplicate protection would be nice. Yeah, that's my only real complaint right now. But yeah, overall, I think the loot everything happening with loot is is overall pretty damn good yeah. like duplicate protection is yeah i'm kind of with you there um i'm still a little unenthusiastic about azurite gear mm. but I, I i don't think it's the end of the world um no me neither i'm also i'm 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 heartened by much of what ian said in their uh their q a the other day uh they 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 know these things are issues and they you know as always there's stuff getting tweaked or whatever i'm i'm old enough to remember in legion when <laughs> uh everybody i'm sorry they have old enough to remember that last expansion <laughs> yeah that you know the last one when, only not uh, been current for a couple months now i just think people forget because those early uh that early month of that release there was a lot of complaining about gated content and uh you know your alts not being able to unlock uh world quests as soon as they hit 110 and like there's a lot of that same sort of stuff going on, and then they tweak it and iron it out and make it better, and that's how this stuff goes. And we're about to have that with some patches. We've had some some of those some of that stuff hit already, so I'm not worried about it. It's fine. I'll complain about Azerite gear and its lack of excitement for a little while longer, and maybe they'll fix it. 
And maybe they won't. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say they won't, but uh, anyway, we'll see how it goes. Um, well, we should get into the to the major stuff. We got all kinds of stuff today. So here it is. Let's start with this. All right. We now know what the next major patch will be and what it's called. It is called Tides of Vengeance. It brings the war to Xandalar in a lot of ways, um, specifically the raid. We'll get to that in a minute, but let's talk about some of the new content. The war pan- uh, campaign continues. Uh, they also say that incursions are coming, similar to the Legion assaults. Uh, Horde and Alliance forces will invade an area, turning off world quests and adding an objective to the area. How does this sound to everyone? Because I I think I don't remember doing much with Legion assaults. I kind of just ignored that stuff. I really enjoyed them when they first came out. Yeah. Then there was a very long stretch of time where I didn't touch them. And then when I got alt fever right before the expansion, I leveled almost exclusively through them and really enjoyed it. And do you think that's the, do you, do you, do you think that might be the main reason they are bringing these back or a, a form of this is coming back as a catch up mechanic for alts and things like that? To a certain degree, my, my thought around these types of things um, is, I guess a little larger in scope, like in the broader picture, I think it's just a good way to keep the world alive, mm. keep people involved in the larger world, keep them out there, keep people interacting with one another. And war mode has just done wonders for that. In yeah, my opinion, I agree. Um, and then keeping the world quest system in from Legion and then bringing this in and hopefully world, world, uh, you know, war, uh, war mode will, will add an extra layer of interest with incursions. Uh, I'm very excited for it. They didn't, detail incursions enough though like i'm curious will they be going simultaneously in both areas or because i'm hoping one will be up at a time so that it makes war mode more interesting yeah my guess is here's what we'll see they didn't get into too much detail like you said but these incursions will be everyone will sort of be alerted that they're happening in a a zone or an area and uh in will come uh, an airship or a boat full of the kind of AI we're getting used to through islands and through war fronts. This new kind of more human-like AI behaviors. We'll have a bunch of bunch of uh, enemies pop out of boats and stuff and fight us, and we're going to have to fight them in that, in that way. So it feels more like you're fighting a more dynamic enemy. Uh, I don't know that for sure, but I, I think that would be cool. I, don't, I just don't want static... You know, like it was with with incursions or with uh, demon invasions. It was just like a demon standing there like they always do. Get aggro, DP, DPS him down, get out of the poo. Like, I, I know that we're, you know, we're used to that dance, but I, I do kind of like the new AI and the way they behave. It just, well, uh, specifically the AI in Islands. Yeah. yeah uh, they're great. The, the AI for the opposing faction NPCs that you have to fight is really good. And unlike anything I've ever seen in this game. I don't know why there's not more of it outside of island expeditions. Patrick, did you run a lot of that old stuff? Like when they, when those uh, invasions happened, was that a part of your Legion experience? I was not a huge fan. Mm. I thought it was fine, but it felt a bit samey. It was definitely not my favorite part of the expansion. Um, and and I think it's telling that a lot of people use them for alt, uh, you know, f- farming stuff because at that point in your experience you need the mindless experience where you're just not thinking too much about how things go um and that's what they're good for 
So, but maybe it's a little bit, it's going to be a little bit different mm -hmm. with uh, the, the new NPCs and the new AI. But the way it was in Legion, I wasn't, you know, it mm -hmm. wasn't my cup of tea. Well, um, another issue, chat rooms are disagreeing me on the, with the AI issue. Um, and, and, and I feel like that could be, Patrick, what could change things is the behavior of what you're fighting. Having that change and be more yeah. dynamic could be more interesting. Chat room saying, or somebody in the chat, uh, I can't find who said it, crap. Uh, oh, yeah, corrupt, Corruptor47 says, you must be doing different island expeditions than I am. Those AI are standard garbage that only do the same three things. Oh, I don't know, man. They retreat. They switch disagree. targets. I completely disagree. Like, they okay, fine. But regular AI in the game does the same one thing. <laughs> I'll take three things <laughs> over one thing. Like, I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to say that they are uh, convincing, uh, you know, 100% convincing AI bots or anything like that. Just the fact that they move around on their own, you actually have to chase them like a PvP fight is mm -hmm. is enough. Like yeah. in the grand scheme of World of Warcraft NPCs, that is a huge change. Oh yeah, no, uh, it's enormous. They, and yeah. they cast they have, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they have kind of personalities. Like the way they fight, some of them are are very aggressive. Some of them, you know, because they're blood elf rogues, will jump every chance they get and be super annoying in that way. Um, they have fighting personalities, fighting styles, which you're right is it might not be the most incredible thing ever, mm -hmm. but it's definitely more than the standard mob who, you know, you tag and then it runs to you and casts the same spell 15 times. Yeah, absolutely agree. And uh, the other thing is, uh, I mean, there was a hot second in my first my first island where I thought I had been put into a pvp environment even though i knew these were pve experiences i thought maybe this was i don't know somehow it had gone head to head or i misunderstood how islands are supposed to work uh well there is a pvp version there is the yeah, yeah there is but i and i so i kind of thought for a minute oh am i in one of those and mm -hmm. it was it didn't last very long for me to be confused but for a second there i was like that so i'm just saying it's enough to differentiate it vastly from the existing ai in the game and i just I don't know. I appreciate that. And I'm just saying that that could make these invasions more interesting. On the other hand, it may not. It may just be, well, now we've got them figured out. Uh, these aren't destiny bots by any stretch, which are awesome uh, AI, I think. Uh, so, you know, we're always going to compare it to other games that are doing better with AI or whatever. But I think for what it is and for the kind of game this is, it's pretty impressive. So we'll see. I don't know. But those are coming. Um, and I'm interested. Uh, there are new world quests coming. This is also about the time they did that with Legion in terms of its uh, timing. They uh, add more world quests, so there's a little more variety coming. Always a good thing. Saurfang, Taronda, and Vol'jin storylines will be advanced. So that's yes. cool. Yeah. Are you hoping that we get a lot of Taronda going, husband, and him going, Taronda? A lot of that. Is that what you want? Um, I just want Taronda on the warpath because she kicks ass and Malfurion is boring. Yeah. He's a he's a he's tree Santa is what he is. <laughs> tree Santa. He's just sitting around going ho ho ho. Uh, he gives the worst presents for the wilds. He's just a <laughs> funny old grandpa type guy. But um, you were naughty, Tim Timmy. I left you sap in your in your sock. <laughs> has anyone <laughs> has anyone seen Santa's little worker wisp? He left him here yesterday. <laughs> anyway. How did you make that dirty? 
What? His what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. How did you take it dirty? You took it dirty. I was about to say, I didn't take that as dirty. Yeah. Because Patrick, okay, it's French, French it, people. I'm French. Yeah, Patrick's they're dirty mind. Uh, I'm so ready for this, man. The, the stuff that's been happening with old Jin has been so cool that I spent like 30 minutes talking about so, it on the show. <laughs> by the way, spoiler, uh, if, for those of us who play Alliance, we had no idea. Like, we thought Vol'jin was dead and that was it how he is, like he is how dead. Is he well yeah he is no he's still dead he's just okay so there's a quest we had to run or didn't have to oh, hold, but... hold on hold on hold on yeah. if patrick is accusing us of being spoiler i will just say there is no spoiler <laughs> just we didn't tell you what happened yeah there's no spoiler he, well, well you know, it's just they, a funeral for the dude yeah oh yeah okay that's fair enough okay fair I guess as a spoiler say anything at all is expanded upon. Listen, I wasn't okay, fine. I wasn't like accusing you of ruining <laughs> World of Warcraft for me. I was no, just you saying, are, you are essentially I am I am now talking to you as if I'm talking to every single person on the internet that ever goes, Hey, hey, spoiler. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> I'm just like everything we talk about on the show is a, a spoiler to somebody. Like <laughs> I, I haven't done World Quest yet. I didn't know there were any. It's mm, like fair we're enough, doing fair enough. Show. Here's the here's the thing I with just, the what you get I, with I'm him. just saying, I'm just saying, sorry, just to clarify. Yeah. It wasn't so much the spoiler, uh, but the the fact that we didn't know Vol'jin was still, you know, in business. We're like, "Oh, okay, so he died. He made the worst decision in World of Warcraft history making uh you know her greatness war chief yeah and and that was it for us so learning that he actually is apparently not dead or uh well, maybe doing stuff well not not dead but like there's stuff happening I'm guessing once on the let's say it's kind of a it's kind of a this way yeah. uh this is a mild spoiler uh Vol'jin is mentioned it is still a huge mystery even if you play through what happens okay. on the horde yeah I agree there's I was gonna say that there's not really you don't learn a ton I will say this though Think of like Obi Wan Kenobi a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, that then now, now. it doesn't there really spoil it. Is, I'm just know, saying. Scott, Lois, Scott has got Lois. the best, the best spoilery non-spoilers. He's like, <laughs> all right, listen. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Uh, you know, Kaiser Soze is anything special, but I'm just saying, you know, he might have a limp. I, you, you don't. We don't know whether whether it it could be possible. Oh God! <laughs> also, you just spoiled Star Wars. Is, uh, oh yeah! Uh, if you haven't seen Star uh, Wars, I think in the chat room. Yeah, no, 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 uh, no, uh, no question there. Yeah, I've uh, permission to to pimp another show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good idea. Uh, you should, by the way. Hey, if you want spoilers about Star Wars, uh, you should go listen to uh, what's it called? All about no. I was, wait, I was gonna say go check out my solo show because I just put up an episode. Oh yeah, T two T two or R two T two. You yeah. talked about all that stuff in depth, right? I heard about this. Yeah, yeah, I put out like a thirty minute episode uh, last week. That's all about Vol'jin and uh, and Zalazane as well. So oh. if you want to hear some old school troll lore? Go check that out. Oh, that's awesome. I'm into that. Uh, all right. By the way, if anyone in the chat room knows where I can get a hold of the voice pack or the lines without any other ambient sounds, uh, and a lot of times this stuff shows up on YouTube, but I haven't seen it yet, but there is a specific troll voice out in Voldoon that I must find. I'm enamored with that guy. I want to know who's the voice actor. I want to play his samples during the show. And the only thing I can say hey, be is... be careful with playing people's samples. <laughs> I know, it's, I got to keep your samples private. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I want I want to hear it because the way the guy talks is like, 
This this is a very, this is a terrible. Uh, I can't even do it. He's got a really unique troll voice, and it's uh, okay. I'll give you a hint. One of them, or I'll I'll tell you who one of them is. It's he's the little chef guy. It's a chef troll out in the middle of the desert, and he's the only chef one you're going to run into. He's like he's got a chef hat, and he wants you to go do some kind oh, of. Oh God, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Although I don't remember what his voice sounds like because I was kind of speeding through that area because it was like cleanup time after I had just max leveled. Well, and there, are, um, and there are a number of NPCs who use the voice, like uh, like is often the case in the game. You know, different different uh, characters will say that you have the same voice, but I don't know who it is, or and I can't find him. And I and there's something about him, I just can't get over it. And he is named, and I gotta find. I'll find his name, does Alex, sometime before the end of the episode, maybe. But cannot find that guy's voice work, and I love it. All right. I will. Uh, while we're on the subject, um, you know where the where you go and you get your 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 you use the scrap machine. Yeah. In oh the whole right. Capital. Yeah, with the the uh, goblins there. Sure. Yeah, yeah. If you walk right out the door, there's like a Gurubashi berserker giant troll dude. I don't mm-hmm. know if he's actually technically Gurubashi, but uh, I'm fairly certain that's the voice actor of Reinhardt. Oh no way! That's cool. I'm not used to that type of voice coming out of a troll, even a giant one. Well, it it totally sounds. It, it could be. Didn't he tell so? Mean, he told you Patrick mean and it I. Would be uh, J. Jonah Jemison's voice actor Darren DePaul. Darren DePaul, yeah. Here's the what? thing: Patrick and I talked to no, Darren DePaul last year at BlizzCon, and he was talking to us about how he listens to the instance. And the reason he was listening is because he was trying to get more of a groove about Warcraft stuff. He may have been talking about stuff he did in this expansion. I don't know. That would have gotcha. been about the time, right? That would have been when he would mm. be doing it. So, well, I know he did some some World of Warcraft stuff. I forget exactly. He, what he did he seemed but, he uh, struck me as the nicest guy at blizzcon he was so nice my gosh that guy. Yeah, dude is so stoked like to sweet. meet fans yeah like yeah. i feel like every time there's a conference that darren DePaul attends my twitter and instagram is just full of people getting him to say awesome things and he always seems super stoked about it yeah patrick and i were at some point we're walking around upstairs ran into him and then he was just nice enough to just sort of let us hold him up forever and we weren't trying to. In fact, I kept feeling like, okay, we probably should let him keep moving. And we just, he was just so friendly and wanted to talk and just the nicest guy. Uh, a true Reinhardt, really. Uh, I just, can we just like have a Reinhardt surrogate in Warcraft? Cause he's like the best Overwatch character. Yeah. Uh, chat room, he is not Garage, just to clear that up. That's a different guy. Uh, that guy's great, though. He, he did this for us. Where is he here? Uh, where, he did this. No. Can't, oh, here he is. When I'm not busy making faces at the humans, I'm listening to The Instance. Alliance Pigs. Pigs. He did that in 2011. There you go. That's been a long uh, time what else? We got uh, Heritage Armor coming for the other races, Dwarves and Blood Elves. Uh, it yes. Is, yeah, you like that? You excited yeah. about that? Yes, because I'm a Blood Elf. Everyone else can <laughs> eat it. I hate blood elves. <laughs> um, I really do want to. I want a nightborn for my uh, demon hunter, please. Thank you very much, Blizzard. Uh, anyway, I, I have just started dipping my toe into an alt, and it's a nightborn warrior, and I'm loving it. Oh, good. Oh, a warrior. Interesting choice. I like that. Uh, you unlock it ver- via a racial quest. Uh, we're never going to get past all this racism, guys, if we keep having racial quests. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. Uh, you can log in, unlock it, and do all the stuff you got to do. If you're into that, you know what you're doing. Uh, there's a new war front. The battle for Darkshore will be coming with this patch. Night Elves versus Forsaken. New structures, upgrades, and of course, Darkshore uh, will have max level character content and zone up uh, updates. So again, taking some old content, making it new again. I really like that. 
My favorite part. I, I don't like war uh, fronts or what's it called war uh, war war yeah, fronts. War fronts, yeah. war fronts. I don't like war fronts very much from a gameplay perspective, but I like that they have ex- uh, opened up a whole new place for us to go do stuff, and I think that's cool. Uh, Island expeditions. Two new islands are coming. You got the Jorundal, which is Vikral stuff. So you're gonna get all kind of cool Viking and uh, Norse looking business, and Havenswood, which is a Gilnean city thing. Uh, that means you're probably going to get uh, the, the werewolves over there is what I'm thinking. Cool, um, vaguely English-looking cottages. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's great. I'm into that. Uh, island expeditions will have new events and enemies, more variety, holdouts that can be triggered, and Azerite extraction points that you uh, you have to depend is what it says, but I don't I don't know what that means. I'm going to go with defend. It must be defend. They put depend. That I think they meant defend. Yeah. I wear defends diapers. Yes, they defend your pants. Yeah, yeah. Patrick knows he's getting. He's forty-five. He knows. <laughs> oh my! My pants are fully defended. Oh, good. Full pants defense. Yes. That's good. You should always have that. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, pretty good. Full pants defense. It, yeah, it would be a slogan for something. Might be today's I, title. I want to just always get these two islands. Yeah, I'm fighting. Right, cool. And Gilnaeans have really cool tile sets. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I want them as playable characters, also. Well, I guess the Gilnaeans are, but I'd, I'd like the I'd like the Vicral, please. I guess is all I'm saying. Vicrals would be nice. I, I would like to be able to play my Gilnaean always in human form, always with a top hat and monocle. Oh, all right. Never turn into a wolf. You don't want to do that. I don't want to be a dog. Well, then just go be a human and wear those clothes. <laughs> you could do that, right? <laughs> yeah, but but I want I want the cool uh, you know English accent. Oh, yeah, that is cool. That's why they got the Kultiris now. They're they're your friends. There we go. I want cool Terrans so yeah, bad, by the way. They're pretty cool. I want to make a big fat guy. That's what I want to do. Just a great big fat guy. They have them. You can make a Again, big old... Stop t- making things dirty. <laughs> I want a big old fat guy. All right. Uh, what else? There's uh, spawning improvements. Um, uh, won't be uniformly blanketed by spawns. More clusters and hubs. More gaps. More nav- uh, navigation between hubs. That's all good stuff. Uh, since the mobs don't drop aggro once you aggro them, uh, I, I, I would like more places to sort of move around stuff without getting snagged because your other two teammates suck or whatever. I hadn't really thought of it until they mentioned it, but yeah, uh, adding more clumps is going to make it a little more strategic because mm-hmm. right now I feel like we would like to make decisions on where to go, but we kind of just have to kill everything between point A and point B. Yeah, which kind of blows. I mean, it's okay, but if you're... Because there's some strategies to saying, oh, look, on the map, there's a huge deposit over here guarded by a monster hoo-ha. We got to go take him down, and then, and we may have to fight the other team for that. You don't necessarily want to aggro every stupid alligator on the way. So give us yeah. give us ways around stuff just so we can be a little more strategic. We may still go back and get the alligators. They have, you know, I don't think anything's wasted on those islands. If you If you're there, you should kill just about everything you see, group them up, AOE them down, be smart about how many um, elites are in that group and whatnot. Like, that's all good. But when you're playing with randos, like I was playing with a guy yesterday, may as well be, he just wanted to play by himself. There's no interest in working with us. And we lost my first ever uh, Island Expedition Heroic. We lost. And I've played I, dozens I, and we lost it. Pissed I me haven't off. done one with randos since my first one. And it was, it was <laughs> not great. Yeah, it's not great. It's, you know, you I mean, sometimes it is. I've had some really good ones with people who are super coordinated and just know what they're doing and and we whip through and win real easy and it's great. But then you're uh, there's just people. I mean, it's people. I will 
I will say I used the group finder uh, last week for the first time to uh, do some mythics, and it, it was great. It went really well. Well, that's good. I haven't done a mythic in there yet. I would like to do one. An island expedition mythic. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'd I, also, I, I, I also like to try the, PV, the, the PvP one. I wouldn't mind just trying, just to see what's, you know, how that feels. But uh, we'll see. If I do that, we I'll do it with Kyle. We need our pocket healer. Yeah. I need someone who can make me float just for no reason. <laughs> uh, what else here? You got your uh, new raid. Okay, here's the big deal. This is the big one. Siege of, of Zoldazar. It's different than any raid before. Why? Because each faction, and this sounds super cool, but also a little frustrating because that makes everybody want to go max level their other dude and see what's going on over there. But you get your own. Oh, you don't have to, actually. Well, you don't, but like, you, you're right. No, you I mean, don't. you don't have to because you can play. Well, explain what it is. All right. So know. here's how it works. I, I take your point and we'll get to that in a second. But anyway, I, I love this idea. Separate experiences, at least for your first rip through there, for each faction. So. Alliance is going to see a completely different uh, fight and and or progression in there. And you as a horde are going to see something totally different as well. Now, later on, you get to go back or those it'll unlock those other bosses and you'll get to fight them. Right. I don't know how it gets unlocked, though. Patrick, do you remember? What's the deal? Do they just go, hey, well done. Here are these unlocked ones. Or do they say, no, I think, well, they didn't explain exactly, but they said it was, um, you would speak to scouts and stuff and they would like tell you how things actually went, which is code for you just play through it. Yeah. Yeah. They, you get like the scouting report, but then you kind of phase in and actually fight the boss. Yeah. Right. I think so. Which is a cool way of doing it. Cause I know they don't want to gate that content a hundred percent. But I also like that, that you kind of have to do your faction thing first. I, that whole that whole thing that theme this expansion which makes perfect sense it's the battle for Azeroth it's about horde and alliance at each other's throats again everything kind of has this taste to it and I like that a lot even if at the end of all this we go eh it didn't really work out great or warfronts were a nice idea but didn't really convey the horde v alliance thing that we were trying to obtain here outside of just regular old PvP and war mode's pretty successful. Like all of these things are nice attempts, and we may look back and go, "Well, they, it wasn't perfect." But I like that they're trying to do this across the board, including raid content. And I think it's cool. I think we um, we actually uh, thought there this might happen: the two different experiences uh, for well, one experience per faction. Um, we discussed it when we said, "I think we were talking about the um, the lack of." Uh, class hole campaigns and we thought well where are those resources gonna go maybe they could do an actual different experience we thought it would be like for the last raid mm -hmm. where you would fight uh each other yeah but this is kind of that and and it's it's a pretty cool idea for sure yeah i also like that the capitals under siege like this i like that <clears throat> they're using the you know phased version of the pyramid for all this i think that's really cool i'm into that Hey, you guys, what's going on? I want to make a big thanks right here in the middle of the show to Prime Video Channels for supporting our podcast. Prime Video Channels is an Amazon Prime benefit. There's so many benefits to Prime, but this might be my favorite. In addition to fast shipping with Amazon Prime, you can also have great entertainment delivered to you instantly through Prime Video Channels. Create a TV lineup that you'll love from 100 plus premium 
and specialty channels like Showtime, Stars, HBO, CBS All Access, Noggin, PBS Kids, PBS Masterpiece, Acorn TV, and BritBox. Oh man, that's a lot. All channels start with a free trial. You can start a seven-day trial of any of the channels you haven't tried yet. Only pay for the channels you want and start your free trials of over 100 channels by visiting tryprimechannels.com slash wow. That's tryprimechannels.com slash wow. Uh, I can tell you this. This is kind of embarrassing because I wish I would have waited, but I had HBO Go for a while. That was cool, and I like that. But turns out it's a lot easier to do this through uh, Amazon Prime Video. And so I did. And if you don't want to miss the latest seasons of Ballers or Insecure or even... I don't know, Game of Thrones, which is coming up, tons of movies, I loved Barry, then that's a great one to get. That's just one of the many channels that you can get your free trial with and then have as part of your of your uh, Prime lineup. It's fantastic. Uh, did I mention British channels? Lots of British and Australian shows and movies. British comedies, you not get enough of those? Oh, I got good news for you then. Anyway, finding a channel is simple. It's easy. How easy was it? There it was. I clicked it. I hit subscribe. It's that simple. And I chose HBO because, you know, I love all the content they make. I'd like to watch it on my television, my Fire TV, my tablet, my iOS devices. I have an Apple TV as well. I have an Android tablet I watch it on. Guess what? It can be watched anywhere, and I can cancel anytime with no additional apps to download. I like watching it, and so will you. So, here's the deal. I want you guys to go check this out. And uh, get the get the best deal I've heard of in a long time. All channels start with a free trial. Start that seven-day free trial of any of the channels you haven't tried yet. Only pay for the channels you want. Start your free trial with over 100 channels by visiting tryprimechannels.com slash wow. That's tryprimechannels.com slash wow. Basically, what I'm trying to say, uh, sorry to get go back to it, but I'm trying to say we called it. Yeah, we totally called it, didn't there we? Go. Pat, <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'm going to say Patrick called it. I'm giving it to you, man. Well oh, done. I was hoping you'd say that. Well, it's your birthday. You should. Uh, you. you. should be. I, you know, we don't. I, I should have mentioned this in the chat room. Already knows this, but you're not on camera today, and I think that's because you're in your birthday suit, and you can either confirm or deny that. <laughs> You don't have to. I can either. Either I have to. You don't have to. You can. If you want to tell me why that that you're naked, that's fine. We're not going to judge you. Listen. You know what? the 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 best uh, way to build a mystique about your online persona is to leave it to people's imagination. So oh. that's what I'm going to. Well, I'm imagining you naked. Is that cool? <laughs> sure. <laughs> D- do what floats your boat. All right. I, I'm totally cool. With wait, maybe I shouldn't say that. No, you I, shouldn't be I'm, cool. It's that. okay for Scott to imagine me naked. Others, please ask for permission before doing. Yeah, it. and Garrett can only imagine. <laughs> Garrett can imagine me imagining you naked. How about that? <laughs> Somehow that. that's even creepier. <laughs> I know it's worse. Yeah, I think it's. <laughs> I was gonna say I know Garrett's cool. You know, we podcasted together a few times. It's 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 okay, but now it's it's you made it weird. Uh, someone is, in the real, very uh, strange breaking news. Um, someone in the chat room just maybe found that NPC I'm looking for. Let me just test this real quick. Zandalari Exile Mail greetings. Let's see if we can get one to play here. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Ooh, that would be awesome. Uh, oh wait, they're not working. Oh poop. 
Okay. Oh, wait. oh well, that was anticlimactic. Wait, here we go. Maybe. Oh yeah. For some reason, they're not playing. Why aren't they playing? Looks like they're busting on Wowhead. All right. Well, we're closer. We're closer. We're getting there. We're gonna extract those. Someone's got a tool. We're gonna make this happen. I just was really hoping to play it on the show. I, I want to adopt one of these there, trolls. There's still there's still a chance, right? Yeah. Oh, there's always a chance. Do it. There's I, always a chance. Yeah. yeah we'll get there. Never lose hope. Thank you. There's for also the, still uh, another raid we haven't discussed. Oh, yeah. We should talk about the other That's raid. True. There's a whole other raid. Yeah. What's that one called? Uh, this is called the Crucible of Storms. Uh, two bosses located under Stormsong Valley. It'll be released after Zoldazar. Uh, there will be supporting world content, hints at the influence of Queen Azara. So this is all this is all great little in-betweener content, but also I think just gives people more stuff to do, and I'm thrilled about that. So great. More madness, more Eldritch horror, please yep. and thank you. Yep. So you get a total of nine boss encounters with Zoldazar. And then you get your you get your little mini deal here with two bosses. I'm trying to think of what it reminds me of. It's like uh well, what was um oh, it was it's like the, Trial of uh, Valor. Trial yeah, of Valor and Legion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. There was one that kind of failed in um, Lich King toward the very end. Do you guys remember this thing where it was like... Oh, Ruby Sanctum? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's when I stopped playing. That wasn't good. <laughs> that was a that, we, uh, was, that was poopy. That was no good. We had Lich King on a farm at that point, and I was just like, uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm, think I'm good. It's... Uh... <laughs> yeah, he... Uh, I, I'm, I don't love that, but, I, but this sounds great. Crucible of Storms probably some kind of cool electrical stormy stuff going on there and uh you're all gonna love it so check it out that'll get released after as old as are though they don't say when and uh i'm excited now some other stuff coming through this uh patch that is upcoming and that is some general improvements like system improvements for example class updates new azurite traits new profession recipes gnomergon pet battle dungeon and more so if you're into that pet battle stuff that's someone out there is excited um, the team has learned from the Azerite traits. Current ones are on, are, sorry, are a floor in terms of complexity, new traits with more complexity coming. So from a design perspective, this is them saying, well, okay, here's your initial ones. We're going to build on those from here. Balance it as we go. That sounds good. Uh, replacements are coming for those traits people don't like. So if they're not very effective or not very interesting. Um, uh, while that's, uh, you know, arguable. This is, this is where I have my my heaviest uh, skeptic pants on. Oh, put them on. Let's hear it. Why? <laughs> no, just prove it to me. Oh, I see. You need that, to be at in, the moment. This, yeah. this is my probably my biggest bummer in in the expansion besides rep grinding, which is just always boring to me. But it's always been a staple, so it's like whatever. It's neither here nor there. Uh, but as right traits, yeah. Uh, I, I, this has to come out. They have to prove to me that I still don't get like a 15 item level upgrade and go, oh, well, it's bad because the trade is crap. Yeah, it's a weird design thing. But yeah, and 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 that that to me, like I, I I've seen so many critiques of the system, and uh, and kind of the biggest one is that it's just not nearly as cool as weapons. Where it was, you know, this is my weapon. I'm upgrading it. It's all kind of into one thing. This is a necklace, and then I get random pieces of gear then it's strewn across and it just doesn't feel as exciting mm -hmm. and and i get that to a certain degree but but for me i think that the crux of the issue is is just that i get an item level upgrade i should be excited yeah um, but right now instead i'm like well let me pull up a sim website and look at a graph and oh this isn't fun i think what i ran into um with the necklace that I wasn't expecting, or I think where my problem is, is my expectation was 
on the heels of Legion's artifact weapons that we would take what we learned there and we would consolidate to a single neck piece that everybody got. And that made sense to me. You don't have to have the complexity of all these different weapons, all these different traits, uh, all these different looks and feels for every weapon and all the unlockables like that. That is a huge thing that they pulled off with that. Um, the necklace seemed like a way to say, all right, we're going to save ourselves a whole lot of pain by having a neck piece. What I thought we'd get is more than just it's a certain level neck piece and the associated gear. I thought what it would be is like our artifact weapons. It would have a big talent tree associated with the necklace and it would maybe be uh, tailored per class. But even if it wasn't, you could build it out based on your class so that you would pick the right talents for who you are. And you would have that kind of sort of tree branching tree thing happening. And it would be where you did all your work. Instead, they've got this thing that just, it was only cool when you held it up in the cinematic for a hot second before talking to uh, Gimlin over there again. I, what what are you talking about? You know, the necklace. It's, not, it's just boring. It's yeah, just, but that's not a, the, the necklace doesn't matter. The necklace is just a catalyst for the Azerite gear. Yeah, and what, that's the system. The system is the Azerite gear. It which doesn't bums matter me that out. The necklace doesn't do anything. That's my whole point. That's Does why it? it bums me out. I wish that the necklace was the thing that I would shift, right click on it, and it would pop up with what my my old uh, weapon did, and have this big tree of cool things to unlock. Instead, so you wanted the artifacts exactly the same again? I wanted artifacts exactly the same again, in a <laughs> in a single neck piece. So that they could focus more on the traits and less on, ooh, we have to make sure we have, you know, 10 classes worth of these weapons and all of the work that comes with I don't know. They can, I don't think there's a way for, well, the, for them to make one giant tree interesting for, you know, 40 classes. You have to make it class specific. Well, yeah, that was going to be my, my my pushback as well, as, and also spec specific. So you still end up yeah, having yeah. to design uh, the same amount of trees as you did for the artifact weapon in what you're you're basically describing i mean maybe yeah maybe there could have been some crossover with because we are seeing crossover in the azurite mm -hmm. uh traits right now but yeah i i i'm i'm kind of picking up what you're laying down i would like it i wish it was just all consolidated to the necklace because i like i like the loot grind i like it when the loot grind is easy to understand and it's easy to get excited about getting new gear um i i don't like having to sit there and really crunch numbers to figure out if this seemingly massive upgrade is actually an upgrade at all or if i should actually just scrap it and keep the thing i've had for two weeks cadis in the chat room says it says it well scott is saying that all the azurite traits should be inside the azurite piece and and that's that is kind of what i'm saying so i guess what i'm saying is yeah you'd still have to do it per class and even per spec but you would have this consolidation would have saved you time on having to worry about making sure you had all the different weapon models, all the art and work that's associated with that. You could have just not had any of that, but still had the same effect. And and what we liked about those weapons, you could have had that in the necklace. And I don't know why they didn't do that, except maybe that was just all too much work. I don't know. And that's why I don't like it, is it feels like they want they want us to get excited about a thing that they couldn't they couldn't they didn't have the work or a workflow or time to do. Does that think, make sense? So, yeah, I, I think the the current system is interesting because it means you essentially get special powers or legendary type uh, uh, fixes, you know, legendary items or you know the Diablo type of fixes on gear that you can exchange. 
the issue of that system. So that would have been, I think, more interesting than just doing a repeat of uh, the artifact in, from Legion, even you know, with the slight variation that you would all have the same skin of the armor instead of having different skins. Right. Um, I, I think there is a value in making you have interesting... Uh, uh, stuff and abilities in gear that you find in dungeons it's essentially set bonuses on the gear you find the problem is there is from a design standpoint there's a duality what was garrett was talking about there's a duality between your item level and that power so you kind of have to you're screwed if you have a cool uh, uh, power and your item level is not good enough then you can't use it and it's frustrating and vice versa so i think there's a possibility that they will still get it right um, somehow, maybe every controlling the item level better uh, uh, will allow for something to be always exciting, whatever you get. But it's it's that's the intent, and I think that's what we should be excited about in it being different from the artifacts the way they were last expansion. Yeah, that's a fair point. I guess I just. This new system makes me long for what worked last time, and yeah. But if you always do that, then you never have anything new. No, and, I, I agree. I agree know. with that. Like I, I, love, I, I, I love, where, I love where world quests are versus the way that we used to do dailies. Like that's an example of a of something that's progressed in a direction I really, I really appreciate, and I do mm. want them to progress these functions and these abilities. And I wouldn't have liked to, you know, right after Warlords, if they just said, "Well, we're doing." Uh, uh, what you call them again? Your little hometown again, and uh, but we've learned a lot of things, and I, I, yeah, I would rather them not do that. So I'm, I'm with you there. I, I guess, I guess I don't disagree. I just wish, I just wish that the current system was as fun as clearly they want it to be, and and they, they're, they're tweaking it. So I mean, there, there were issues with the system before with, with how legendaries worked in Legion. Um, I mean, it wasn't all, <laughs> it wasn't all perfect for mm-hmm. sure. I. I uh, had a hell of a time getting the the, the proper legendaries because there were proper legendaries, and mm-hmm. that was that was problematic in the earlier days of Legion. Right. And what um, you're getting now, you basically these affixes are accomplishing that goal. More, more or less, more yeah, or less, but, and and yeah, maybe a little it's just, less. It's just not quite <laughs> perfect, and 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 I don't think it's easy. I don't think there's an easy answer, and that's why we haven't seen a, a some type of like quick fix to to make it better. Because because in my head, I'm like, okay, well, if you solve how do you solve this without kind of homogenizing mm-hmm. the, the Azurite traits? Yeah. Um, and I, I, I don't know how, yeah. and that's, and that's why I say this is where I have my, my biggest, you know, bit of skepticism with everything that was announced is it's just because for me, this is probably the, the biggest sticking point, uh, the biggest blemish on battle for Azeroth. And I don't, I don't see it as an easy fix. Um, right. So we'll, we'll see. It's a I very mean, they, difficult they, fix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They can add new traits, but are they real? Is it really going to, are they really going to be close enough in power level? Uh, or, or is it just going to be new traits with the same, same issues that we have now? Right. And I guess the thing is, even if the traits are fun, like a legendary would be, um, in, in WoW, usually you get someone who crunches the number and says, all right, this is the one you need, you know? And if you don't have it, you feel underpowered. And if you have it, it feels boring because, that's you know you don't have a choice so the the advantage with the set bonuses was that well that's your your classes set for this raid so you get it or you don't but you don't exactly have a choice here it's you you can choose which one you equip 
So it's kind of a, a diff really difficult problem to solve. And uh, I don't know how if they're going to manage to do it. I if do they do, it's cool because yeah. you get tons of legendaries with exciting bonuses that you get to choose from and cater your play style to. But uh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to break some old habits because I usually, you know, the minute I have an upgrade in gear, I'm like, well, let's get out the act. We're selling the old stuff. Like I've got the cos or I've got the uh, the cosplay. I've got the transmog. I what else do I need this for? And yeah, I cosplay yak. I love him. He's so helpful. <laughs> the cosplay yak is the best. It's it's always uh it's always Deadpool though. I don't understand why. It's just a lot of Deadpool coming out of that. Yak. A lot of Deadpool. Every now and then there's a Spider Man, but he's hanging out with Deadpool. Yeah, he's always with Deadpool anyway, and it looks a little like Deadpool if you're if we're being honest. Uh, anyway, uh, so there you go. That's uh that's the deal. Also, um, uh, there's some other stuff. Let's see here. Oh, I skipped down too far. Here we go. Uh, there are going to be map and reputation improvements. We'll get to rep here in a minute. Uh, tier set bonuses were simpler with more ma uh, more complex ones coming later. They're talking about that. Uh, Champions of Azeroth. Uh, reputation will be effectively account-wide. Uh, so let's actually clarify that. If you're already revered, you can level an alt and go to get your upgrades right away at level 20. That all sounds great, but here's how it's going to actually work. It's not exactly like, oh, I did it with one character, so now no other character has to do anything. Um, it doesn't exactly work that way. So somebody in the forums asked, or maybe they made this question up themselves. Does this mean, for example, I'm halfway through honored with 7th Legion on this tune, and if I get another alt at level through the three zones, doing the quest lines, so uh, that also gives 7th Legion rep, that will count towards rep this uh, rep on this tune as well, as I should be revered, or vice versa on my alts, should be halfway honored when they enter BFA. Uh, they said, rep game won't be account-wide, however, progress toward the achievement will. So, think of it this way. So it's basically, if you've completed a, uh, a rep, if you've gained a rep level, then you're good, but it won't work if you don't. Correct. If you're midway yeah. through. Correct. Yeah, the, the, the bar is, isn't worth anything. It's the it's the different levels of the rep. Right. So if you got, from what I understand, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong, but let's use Diablo as the example with Paragon stuff. If I go make a new, uh, what do you call it, seasonal character, and I get him all the way up into some, you know, decent, uh, let's say 100 Paragon levels, when the season ends, that Paragon, all that Paragon stuff shifts over to my account-wide pile of Paragon. And now everyone's got an 100 additional Paragon levels. Now, does that mean uh, if I've got kind of has nothing to do with it? Well, here, hold on. If I've got fifty, oh, so let's say I've got, let's say I'm I'm an honored rep with one tune, and the other guys worked a little bit on other rep, those now combine, right? Like no, 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 no that's what they're that's, saying doesn't happen. That's okay, all right. Yeah, so that so does not have, happen. You, you, that's whoever a, you're high, if you're if you're revered, if revered is the highest you've achieved, you now have access to revered bonuses on your other tunes. Got it. Okay. So, but what if I'm halfway between revered and that's doesn't what doesn't work? Well, what I mean it, it, is it, it, if I'm halfway between revered and, and next and honored and is that, the, yeah, that's the progression, right? No, that's the same. Well, it's honored to revered. Sorry, honored to revered. Let's say I'm halfway between honored and revered with whoever. Uh, I can't think of anybody right now. Talanji's no, expedition. So, okay, your, your, uh, your rep status on all of your tunes is your rep status on the highest tune got it but whatever you contribute to any 
uh, other thing doesn't matter. It's just the the maximum rep status you've achieved. Okay, so if one, so that so that answers my question. If the other, if one of my other tunes, I get super stoked about him and spend weeks on him and end up surpassing that rep. That's now the new highest rep for that faction. Therefore, everybody yes. on the account is now yes. revered. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's just whoever has the highest rep. That makes sense. Uh, it's not as confusing as I thought it was. <laughs> I, was <laughs> I was about to, but you started going into your Diablo thing. I'm like, oh no, they were making it more confusing. Yeah. Cause in my head, I was thinking, no, you're just, are you taken from this guy and adding what he earned into this other pile? Like I was, I was trying to make too much of it. No, that it is specifically sense. what they are explaining. It isn't like. All right. Well, I think their explanation kind of sucks. <laughs> No, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'll give you that too. I did have to read this like twenty times to it's, to understand yeah, it. It's they, a little like said, whoever has the highest rep, that's the rep that counts for your whole account. So they and they do a lot of. I have character A. I haven't touched him since Wrath. I have character <laughs> B. It's like all right, guys. I think we got it. Whoever, wherever the highest rep is, everyone gets it. That's pretty simple. Yes. Yes. Uh, let's see. Um, in the events following the raid, you should be able to recruit the cool Terran and Zandalari allied races. So if you're wondering when that stuff is going to unlock, that's when that will happen. If you're exalted with the Zandalari or Proudmore uh, and played through the war campaign, that's enough and nothing additional to do. They'll just be available and you'll unlock them. And there's a fruit fly in here. And I'm going to kill it. Freaking thing. Uh, so there you go. That's all that stuff. Uh, just a lot happening in the game. It's all very exciting. It's good to hear from Ian. Um, stoked about BlizzCon, blah, blah, blah. Now, uh, that book that everybody's crowdfunding, that's like all the insider stuff. It's called World of Warcraft Diary. And, uh, there's been a lot of talk about it. It's up to 300 and something thousand, almost $400,000 now. 400. It's already four. Did it hit four? That was their final unlock. Yeah. So I guess they hit it. Um, I'm fascinated by this stuff in there. It's mostly a lot of mechanical things. And I'm not going to read all these, obviously. It's huge, this list. But they, they recently did a little uh, Q&A um, with uh, MMO Champion. And they just went into a lot of interesting things about simple stuff. Like the portals to Molten Core and Blackwing Lair were a band-aid to the annoyance of clearing a dungeon to zone into them. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Nuking the useless Night Elf Quarter in Stormwind was a positive for Cataclysm. Uh, I like this one the best, and this is, seems to get glossed over. Stormwind was originally going to have gondolas. Oh, my gosh, dude. I'm leaving the Horde forever the minute they get gondolas. Let's go. Like, up in the air, like on a big old thing, going back and forth, and you could ride in there. That's an awesome idea, but it never happened. Um, anyway, I would just recommend uh, we made a. What'd you say? Go ahead. Uh, we did an interview of John Stats, the dude behind this uh this project uh we did it in in the icy veins podcast a month and a half ago a month oh, ago something like that that's awesome so, we should get them on yeah, here if you want more info it's it's available there we should get them on here dude that'd be cool i just want to talk about some of this weird stuff like uh they made okay so th they use 3d studio max for all the interior levels okay uh, so if you had a building or a bar or a tavern or whatever, 3D Studio Max, and then all the exterior levels were built with this in-house tool called Wow Edit, but it's totally separate tech. And you had to like mesh them together. It's all different now, but at the time, I just, I don't know what it is, but nuts and bolts early wow, fascinating to me. Obviously, everyone else is feeling this way because they got 400 grand for it. 
So there you go. It's funny. He did a uh, another Kickstarter or something else a few months ago, mm-hmm. and he fell short of his 400,000 grand goal. He got like 20,000, maybe even less. Mm-hmm. Um, and this time he asked for 10,000 and did a pretty well-designed uh, communications campaign, and he reached that goal. It was, yeah. it was funny. And yeah, anyway, we talk about it in the... Icy Veins episode where he's on. They have terrible graphic designers. Um, if you look at the Kickstarter page, it's gross. It's just I just wanted to point that out. I think I think Garrett and I talked about this before. I've, I've said my piece. <laughs> We've That's already expressed kind of... our feelings. But don't let that dissuade you from coming on and talking to us here on the instance. There, John st- stats. The 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 information that is in this uh, in this MMO champion piece is wildly fascinating, and I really want to read this book despite its funky looking cover. Yeah. I would, uh, yeah, we'll let this one go. Is what we're saying, and maybe you know what, four hundred grand means you can afford a nice cover. Okay, just saying, you got a lot of money now. Go spend a little bit of that on some good artist. Hire an ex Blizzard guy, you know, do a nice, cool cover. Bob's your uncle. All right. Finally, uh, Dreadwake Mount. Is anybody gonna go spend about eighty bucks for in-game time so they can get a free mount that looks like a boat? Terpster did. He did. Yeah. Psh. I mean, I guess I'm going to pay, but I'm already paying. Why don't they just say, don't cancel your account for as long as it takes, takes to accrue 80 bucks worth of game time. And then we'll, we'll send you the thing. <laughs> because then they wouldn't get 80 additional of your bucks. Oh, and, um, and also, this is great because it gets you in for six months, which I'm guessing probably what happened last time is that people were... To getting off the game around three months time mm-hmm. so you know they get six months and you're locked in so more money for them yeah so you get that that's good 180 days uh we'll get you that also you can go to the store and buy that parrot now if you want a parrot so there's a ten dollar parrot his name is jimmy crackers or something what is it cracker bill something something crackers <laughs> something like that and he's a little uh, pirate pet uh, uh, parrot, and he can be your friend. But he's not on my shoulder, so F it. He'll be flying behind me. What fun is that? If he's not sitting right here, why would you have a parrot that looks like a pirate? A pirate parrot. Well, he is wearing a pirate hat. Oh, okay. Well, then done. Oh, Captain Cracker. It's, yeah. it's over. It's ca- it. He it's- has a pirate hat. You should buy him. <laughs> All right. I just think this thing's weird. If you're 100, 180 days, I get, I mean, I'm already paying for 180 days. I mean, what do I do? Cancel my monthly and just buy it ahead of time? I don't understand how I would do it. How do I do it? Can I do it? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, it, just, it just adds no, game just time. Pay. All just right. Pay. Just pay, Scott. Just, just well, if, pay I'm not, if I'm anyway. not going to cancel during that time and I'm not, I'm just going to do it then. Right. There's no reason not yeah. to, except that you I think even... the mount is pretty silly looking and wouldn't ride around on it. Yeah, and also $77.94 is a weird number, I think. <laughs> Isn't you can, it? You can expense it, right? You can. It's a business expense. Well, so. no, I know how you're uh, not, justifying it is, is less of a problem for me, but also Garrett makes right. a point. It's kind of an ugly, dumb-looking mount. <laughs> it To me, it looks like I'm on a, a child's theme park ride. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a bit like the, what's the Orgrimmar char, uh, Charger or whatever it is, the balloon uh, that we all got yeah. for, I can't remember what we got it for. Yeah, but also uh, pretty pretty absurd looking. It yeah, was a dr- floating around in that thing, especially without flying in his own. Ugh, that's rough, man. 
You look like you. Yeah, you, you look like when it. we were all on it. Uh, when we were the first Friday Frog Pants stream, when we were uh, uh, just killing Alliance in their zone, and we were all on it, just jumping around. It looked like the the bouncing testicle episode of South Park. <laughs> Where, where uh, Randy from South Park is riding his riding that testicle around like a, yeah. like a bouncy ball. I yeah. love that. It's boinging, boinging, boinging. Uh, a it's great, great episode. Yeah, it was Wonderful. really good. All right. Well, that's it for that. Let's take a quick look at what's going on around Blizzard. All right. Heroes of the Storm got a ton of stuff this week. Uh, Fall of King's Crest event, which is a bunch of new skins uh, and uh, stuff. So that's cool. Unlockables, all that new mounts so go check that out if you're interested in it, in it uh, new team league changes coming as well where you can queue up with any size group if there's one of you great two three four five great no more one or five i think that's going to be uh, a very good thing let's hope it doesn't screw up matchmaking who knows um and also the old battleground garden of terror is getting a very significant rework plus some character reworks uh, that are fairly notable uh won't get into too much detail here but if you are interested check out into the nexus and core those are two fine podcasts all about heroes of the storm into the Nexus with Garrett and Kyle. You'll find Core with me, uh, John, and Bo, and you'll have a great time in both those shows listening to our latest takes on all that stuff. Uh, next up, uh, Genji Sword from uh, from Overwatch. You can get it for Blizzard right from Blizzard right now for two hundred bucks. Patrick, your favorite skinny ninja man from uh, from from wherever he's from from Japan is is now could be your, he, you can have his sword all set to go. Are you ready for that? You gonna spend the two hundred? Listen, Scott, uh, I have my five years at Blizzard Sword, and that's the only sword I need. Oh, describe that sword. What is the five year Blizzard Sword? It's not the, it's not uh, Lich King Sword. What is it? Some kind of just. No, it's not. It's a, it's a, you know, it used to change every year. I think now it doesn't anymore. Mm. But uh, yeah, uh, it's I, a very. I, I... I had a conversation with Ben Brode about this when he still worked at Blizzard, and they used to just buy random swords. Like, some people have, like, Lord of the Rings replicas, <laughs> depending on when you worked at Blizzard, and now they have a proper, like, Blizzard sword. Oh, okay. But is it supposed to be, like, the one you got, Patrick, is it supposed to be a specific sword from any games or anything, or just... No, 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 no. It's just a, a swordy-looking sword, and it's a, kind of a medieval type. Uh, they, as Garrett said, there used to be some weird-looking ones, and it was different every year, but... I don't know that it was really just to, because it was the one they would get. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, maybe it would be some. I thought it was some differently designed ones. So you know, oh, you have the 2012 edition. That was a fine version, and but maybe not. I don't. Know. Yeah, Coverville. Uh, I don't know if I answered your question. I, I forgot your question. It's so. all right. Don't worry about right. it. Uh, Coverville, aka Brian Ibbett in the chat room, says they should have put those Genji swords in the BlizzCon goodie bag. Nothing wrong could have gone wrong with that, or nothing could have gone wrong with that. I agree. <laughs> that would have been a great <laughs> yeah, idea. Give everyone at a con a weapon, a big sharp Everybody. weapon that that shoots a green dragon out of it every. Oh wait, does it shoot dragons? No, it doesn't do that. Oh, I wish it did for two hundred bucks. Then I I wish it yeah, would. I, I would have, you know, it would have been a, a pretty good deal for 200 bucks. Yeah. I mean, they're nice replicas, like everything Blizzard, uh, sub, you know, farms out for this stuff. So I think it's probably super nice. I just think 200 seems, uh, you, if you're really into Genji, this is a no brainer. Just go for it and get it. It's I, pretty great looking. Yeah. It's a sexy little sword, you know, this the is I, replicas. The, the, the Overwatch, uh, figurines and stuff like that have been, pretty um well done and pretty well crafted i don't think there are any um you know 
bad ones amongst the ones they've uh, done. Like the the large ones. I agree. Yeah, they've been good. Also, that Sylvana statue they put out a while ago is really, really awesome. I want one of those. Uh, Garrett, tell me why everyone's mad at Hearthstone right now. Oh, don't. Why you why you goading me You had to bring it up. Listen, <laughs> that thing you guys have been begging for for years, it looked like it was finally going to be yours, and then I don't know what happened over there, but they went, man, it's too hard. I don't want to do it. So what's the deal? Uh, that's Yeah, that's I mean, basically my, my thought is, oh, cool. Uh, here's a so they put out a blog post with a bunch of additions to the game. The thing is, is that all of the additions to the game are for new players. And the one thing in the announcement kind of buried saying, oh, hey, we're not working on this anymore, would have been the only thing in this exhaustive blog post that actually changed the game for people who have been playing for five years. Mm. Which is tournament mode, right? Just so everyone understands. Yes. The yeah. idea was that some time ago, I don't know when this was, but Blizzard said, tournament mode's coming. I don't know if that was before Ben Brode left. I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist here. It but... was before Ben Brode left. Yes. Ah, then I am going to be <laughs> a conspiracy theorist. was yeah. announced before Ben Brode left. Right. It was That's announced at the beginning the of the year. Okay, you, That's, think... you know, Brode left because he was like, what? <laughs> Canceling tournament mode? I cannot abide by the unethical behavior of this department. Yeah, I'm... I am gone, sir. We're, gone. Can we're canceling Ben Brode. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So I... um. To, to me, I'm I'm trying, if it gets brought up again, I'm trying not to make it about tournament mode because to me, it's not about tournament mode. Tournament mode is just a symbol uh, for what I see as a larger issue with the game, mm. uh, which is inability to change and add meaningful features mm. besides just new cards. And a lot of people just go, well, you get 130 some on new cards. And I go, it's a card game. Yeah. It has to have that. Yeah, that part comes <laughs> that with it. But because it's a video game, a minimum. video games afford you the option to do more than that. And and, yes. and it does seem yes. like and, a, that's a weird pullback. Yeah. Um, like I get it, I sound like a brat, and I am to a certain degree. But it's also Blizzard, and there's a certain expectation that comes with Blizzard games that they will be iterated upon yeah. with some frequency. Uh, and and Hearthstone just isn't. And this, it's weird. I don't it, I don't get it. Yeah, this doesn't. This isn't like when they said with Diablo. Hey, remember that little arena PvP mode we were going to put in the game? We're not doing that now. I think. I mean, some people are interested in that, but that's not the same as saying tournament mode is not happening anymore. Like that's crazy to me. I'm not even a huge. Uh, a Hearthstone player, but I'll bet you tournaments would get me more into it. <laughs> and, and, and I don't know what, what did, did they say? Why did they give a reason why it's just not happening? Um, they just said it wasn't going to add enough value to the game, which I agree. What they announced as like what was going to come out as the tournament mode beta was extremely basic. Um, it wasn't even going to have bands, which to me just seems absurd. And the, and at the time when that came out, there. Their, their reply was, well, no one can agree on what tournament mode could be. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm pretty sure we all agree it should have bans because that's how Hearthstone is played professionally. Yeah, you um, like To me, that, that was a non-starter. Like, if it doesn't have bans, it's 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 a dead mode. Um, and yeah, okay, there's, there may, may be an argument there, but um, like, so so to me, like, it, like tournament mode, I don't, yeah, I agree with the people who have been replying with, well, it wasn't for everyone. It's not going to be for the largest common denominator of the game. And I agree. Yes, it that is true. So that's why to my my kind of discussion has been more centered around the big picture. It's just like this is Hearthstone. Mm -hmm. Every button we click on is still a best of one. It yeah. doesn't matter what mode you're playing. It's just find a random opponent, play a best of one, hope you didn't get the worst possible possible matchup for the deck that you selected. Yeah. Well, I want to I want a mode any type of mode that's just a little more strategic. I, I it doesn't have to be tournament mode. It can be anything else. And what it what bums me out about this is that th there's no 
but wait, there's more. Here is what we're working on instead. We've cracked it. It's kind of yeah. th them admitting we have no idea how to make this work and there's nothing new on the horizon. Mm. I think this is a huge, well, maybe not a huge, but a significant mis miscalculation uh, from a communication standpoint. I think they misestimated the outrage that this would cause and the um, anger of the part of the community that is the most vocal. And you'd think that Blizzard knows a little bit about that, right? <laughs> and and as you're saying, Garrett, they should like there should have been a, 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 a like a, a good thing with that bad thing. There should have been we're not making tournament mode, but here's what we're working on instead. And the fact that they didn't give any um, anything to to hold on to to the people who would be unhappy about this tournament mode thing seems like a miscalculation for sure. Um, I think they thought it was just going to be, oh, you know, no tournament mode. Okay, no big deal. And certainly it isn't that. Yeah. Well, if you want to hear more outrage, I'd suggest listening to the Angry Chicken uh, because uh, you guys have stuff to say there. And uh, certainly we have. Yeah, a pretty long episode went up this past week uh, that real. And we talked a lot about this. But um, and I, w I will say it is not all doom and gloom. The game is in an amazing state right now, especially competitively. Competitive Hearthstone, if you'll watch it right now, it is off the chain. That's good. Chain should be. People should get off the chain. Just like Ghost Crawler. I agree. He's off. No, wait. He's off the I leash. I think he's off the leash. He's off the leash. He's off the leash. I mean, they make chain leash. He can be both. He can be both. He could be off the chain and off the leash. Yeah, why not? Let him. He can be both. We can all be both. Let's all be both together. Uh, all right. A quick note before we get out of here. I am in Ohio next week. Um, in fact, there won't be a show as a result because Friday, uh, the 20. Why is that music playing? Hold on. I got Black Temple music playing. It wasn't supposed to. Oh, it kinda, uh, it's worry. It made your your announcement of uh, traveling <laughs> ominous. It kind of did. Well, anyway, here's the deal. So, um, oh, do I have? Uh, no, I don't have that. All right, I'm going to Ohio. It's Columbus, Ohio, specifically for a convention called GDEX. I've been invited there to both speak and be part of some other panels, and I'll have a table there and some cool stuff to give away, and a table full of some art and stuff. If you want to come by and get that, anyway, if you live in the Columbus area or thereabouts, and you want to come and hang out, uh, the best time is actually Saturday because, uh, well, actually, if you're there for the whole event, you'll get all my stuff. But if you come Saturday, there's a big chunk of time in the evening where there's like this free game space where uh, there's tons of video games being played, including, by the way, the finals for the um, uh, Killer Queen Championships. I don't know if you guys know about that game, but it's like this rad arcade game that was sort of uh, created by fans and it's super popular and they have tournaments all the time and it's basically competitive joust which if you if you're like me you hear that and you freak out because joust is the greatest thing ever made but anyway uh you can come hang out and we're expecting uh a, quite a number of frog panthers uh who will be there uh instance fans the thing we're doing saturday for our event is kind of not it's not an instance episode but it's a it's a deeper dive on the uh, of the art and stuff going on in World of Warcraft and how it inspires me and other artists. I'll be doing that with artist and colorist uh, Steve Hammaker, who's also at the event. So if any of this sounds interesting to you, it is next weekend, gdex.com, or sorry, thegdex.com for details if you want to know how to get tickets. They have day tickets too, and they're inexpensive and should be really a uh, good, fun time. So come out and say hi. Kim's with me too, so you can say hi to her. It's going to be a great time. That's 
thegdex.com and just pay attention to me on Twitter for uh, like you know, updates while I'm there in case you're worried about where people are going to be and when it's going to be happening because I'll be tweeting the whole time. All right, that's that. I think that's it. That's the show. Hey, before we go, though, uh, Patrick Beja over there in uh, uh, Helsinki. What's going on? Anything this week that people should check out from the world of FrenchSpin.com? Uh, so many things, Scott. Uh, first of all, I would like to say, just for the record, uh, I did tell you about John Stats and that he uh, was interested in coming on the show. You never replied. What? So when, when, just, when, when? So, okay. That's because then he's going to he's going to send me an email going like, oh, you dirty person. You said you caught. Uh, so, OK, that w- is established. Second is the cool stuff that w- we can talk offline. Um, the the other thing is if you enjoy Dead Cells, who doesn't enjoy Dead Cells? Right, Scott? You enjoy uh, Dead, I, Cells? Dead Cells is still in my top three video games of this year, possibly still perched at number one. I really like Dead right. Cells is the answer. Yes. Well, uh, in the second to last episode of Pixels, episode 91. So 92 is a great conversation about uh, Spider-Man with Marcus Turner, who's an amazing YouTuber. So go check that out. But 91 is an hour and a half long interview with the developers of Dead Cells, where they talk about the game, the challenges of uh, going early access, what they did right, uh, the company, how it works. Their company is super weird. They actually have a flat structure where everyone is essentially a CEO and they all get paid the same. They all share the same profits, no matter their job. They all have the same decision power in the company. It's super weird, but it works. Uh, Pixels episode 91. Just open your podcast app, search for Pixels, and you're subscribed. All right, there you go. Also, I mean, those are two of my favorite games this year. That Spider-Man game's amazing. Uh, Dead Cells is amazing. And Patrick got a real catch there. So you guys should check it out. Uh, and he and I also do a monthly show now uh, for the Daily Tech News Show for Tom Merrick called That's true. Uh, MP84GPR. No, what is it? <laughs> Give me it to me. MVGB, Monthly Video Game Briefing. Yeah. Which works because it's uh, a, a sister show to the Daily Tech News Show. Yeah. So I think people will like it. It's like a monthly deep dive into video game happenings and uh, it's, it's good stuff. So check that out. Uh, Patrick, uh, of course, not Patrick on Twitter. Garrett, uh, where should people go for more Garrett this week? <laughs> Always amove.tv, A-M-O-V-E.tv. All the podcasts are over there. Uh, definitely check out the most recent episode of The Angry Chicken because uh, we have a rather exhaustive discussion about all of the announced uh, features coming for new players and uh, the slashed feature for existing ones. Uh, other than that, into the Nexus for Heroes of the Storm and R2T2 for some really nerdy Warcraft lore stuff. So yep. go check that out. You will find it all at amove.tv. It's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we hope you all have a fantastic week. And don't forget that a big part of what we do here you can find over at the website, theinstance.net. Simple, easy, head over there. Instance show on Twitter Scott Johnson, Garrett Art, not Patrick, the underscore T. I have to check in on Terpster, make sure he's all right. He's got something going on this weekend in the UK, so maybe check him out. I don't know. Uh, what else? Uh, I think that's everything. Uh, oh, don't forget, we'll be... Uh, this there's no show next week because of my trip. We'll be back shortly after that. And a lot of stuff to say about BlizzCon. I have a thing I have to keep to myself right now that I'm so excited about I can barely stand it. But that's right. I'm pulling a Johnson. Enjoy. Uh, that's going to do it. There's more shows like this at frogpants.com. You're encouraged to go there. 
Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you, live people. We'll see you next time. For hunters, detonation difficulties drive DPS drop-off. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. For marksman hunters, one of their prime tools during Legion against packs of mobs was Explosive Shot, a massive rocket that if detonated properly could bring down several targets simultaneously. More than once I thanked Illyria Windrunner personally for having the wisdom to equip her bow Thazdra with a grenade launcher. It was a sad day when I had to sacrifice the bow to heal Azeroth, but I thought the massive troll gun I found while battling for Stromgard would be a worthy replacement. However, something is off about the weapon. When I launch an explosive shot, often instead of detonating, it disappears into a rise or drop-off in the train, totally wasted. When mobs look at you in pity, you know you have a problem. I was doing world quests in western Voldoon yesterday when the reason for my gun's performance problem revealed itself. I saw a bird speed by me, chased by a Volpera with a rocket strapped to its back. A rocket that looks suspiciously like my explosive shot rocket. On a hunch, I examined my weapon carefully, and there it was, a label that said, Manufactured by the Ataldazar Corporation of Munitions and Explosives. I immediately hearthed and changed spec to Beast Mastery, because as an engineer, I knew explosive shot would never work right on a gun manufactured by... Acme. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com, or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Terms and Buxley apply. Buxley here to answer your World of Warcraft questions in this edition of Ask Buxley. This question is about relaxation. Umpapau writes, Dear Buxley, sometimes I get tired of constant battling. Yesterday I was able to take a break and help a bunch of turtles make it to the water. It felt so great. What do you do to get away from it all? What do I do to relax? Well, I'm an herbalist, so I go out and stare at plants a lot, except some of those plants will attack your face if you stand too close to them. I'm an alchemist too, which is pretty relaxing because I can create potions which are generally pretty useful. Except when I'm not paying very close attention and they explode all over the place. I go fishing, which is pretty great. It's the best way to catch fish. I stand close to the water's edge, which means I'm constantly looking over my shoulder to make sure something isn't attacking me from behind. I did figure out that I could cast a water walking spell, which despite its name doesn't make water walk. That'd be an elemental. I mean, I could stand on top of the water and fish that way. Except I have to keep an eye out for other monsters below my feet, which is a brand new way of getting attacked. You know, come to think of it, none of that's very relaxing. Face-eating plants, explosive potions, paranoid fishing trips. Yikes, I think I really need to do something to relax. I, I, I think a lot of people have been talking about Arathi Highlands recently. Maybe I'll go there. That sounds pretty relaxing. Thanks for your question! If you'd like to know what I'm up to every day, follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. If you'd like to catch up on the segments you might have missed, look for Ask Buxley on iTunes. Time is money, friend! This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.